Hey guys, it's Bobby here with a quick little update before you watch the uh, 26th episode of the Come Play Podcast. So I just want to let you guys know, this was our first ever live streamed episode of the Come Play Podcast. So yes, episode 26 was live streamed via Twitch and we had chat on and everything and everything was done live. Uh, so that's what you're going to hear, the full live episode. But why I'm making this intro is just to apologize in advance if you hear any audio, technical, weird stuff that happens. I heard some warbling when I was listening back to this and some volume issues happened during the show and whatever. It was our first time doing it live, so please forgive us. But going forward, the plan is to have all of our future episodes live streamed and then the replay uploaded to YouTube and wherever you listen to your podcasts like Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever the following night. So that's what you're going to hear now. Uh, again, please forgive us for any of the technical difficulties that we had during this episode. Hopefully we can have them smooth, uh, smoothed out by next week. Um, but otherwise, yeah, enjoy the show. Everybody and welcome to episode 26 of the Come Play podcast. A special one for us because this will be the first podcast that we are doing live. It's live, boys. It's, Fuck it's it. We'll live. do it live. Uh, so we're kind of trying out some things here. We've always wanted to uh, go live and have a live chat, and you know, obviously, we're we're still growing here, and you know, it's going to take some time, but we're kind of testing it out and. Uh, yeah, our first ever live podcast should be exciting. Also, a little bit of changes to our regular uh, programming, I guess. Uh, you know, we before on our previous podcast, we go down through a rundown and then get to our big topics. And uh, quite frankly, it just took way too absolutely goddamn long. Uh, we are kind of reducing the podcast here, talking about some more stuff that we can, you know, get into, you know, long discussions about and really talk about. So. You know, we're kind of just uh, testing things out here, but this is uh, the first live one, and uh, hopefully it works out and we can continue doing this. But uh, I am here, you know, if you didn't hear already, with Bobby and Brendy. Zach is not with us today. He's in Denver. He's in, yeah, Denver. No one knows why. Okay. Yeah, uh, I don't know. He just kind of went. I seen he he was at... um, you know, the Coors Brewery, of course, and uh, that's our boy. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I hope he's enjoying himself. But, uh, you know, we decided that we were going to do the podcast this week and, like I said, do it live. So with that all being said, let's get into our uh, show this week. So this week uh, we have two uh, big topics we do want to talk about. And then, um, of course, we're going to have, in case you missed it, uh, the first one being the NBA Finals that is going on right now. And then uh, after, you know, later in the show, we will talk about uh, Modern Warfare and the uh, next gen or the next Call of Duty, rather, um, that will be coming out. So let's start with the NBA Finals. Uh, this is for me, this NBA Finals is is there's so many storylines like you know every year you have storylines of course but this year it's it's you know uh you know a lot different um there's a lot of stuff going on off the court 
maybe more than on the court. Um, if that makes sense. Uh, obviously, like with Drake and stuff like that. But um, <laughs> you know, every year it's all about LeBron being in the finals and blah blah. blah. Well, this year he's not there, and uh, it's been just like I said, full of full of storylines. Um, so yeah, so. Kind of go uh, rundown of the series real quick. Uh, the first game, uh, Toronto won um, game one, 118 to 109. Um, Siakam, that was Siakam had an amazing game, uh, 32 points and was 14 to 17. Um, kind of came out of nowhere there, and he's been a great player for them this year. Uh, and then in the second game of the series, Golden State came back and won by five um, on Andre Godala's uh, cold blooded three, who Igadala was when he was on the Sixers, he was one of my favorite players. And like back then, I really didn't watch basketball that much, but for some reason, like I just loved Iggy. And uh, it like sucks when he left, but I'm glad that he's. I mean, he's done some amazing things. He, he things does have a Finals team. MVP in his belt. Yeah, I mean, he's done some amazing things for them. So I'm, you know, really happy to see him flourish. Um, and then in Game Three, the last game, uh, with Clay out and obviously Durant. Um, Toronto takes it 123 to 109. So, yeah, rundown of what happened there. Um, game four is tonight, uh, June 7th. Uh, it's going to be on probably after we're done recording. And uh, we'll kind of see if Toronto takes a stranglehold or if uh, Golden State ties it up. So, yeah, I think, like I said, it's been a, a um, a series of storylines and just interesting things. So, of course, I'm going to start here because I just want to kind of get the get it off, you know, right away. How do you guys feel about the whole Drake sideline antics stuff? Like, through, I, I mean, you can even answer it throughout the playoffs. Uh, obviously, last series with Milwaukee was a big thing, and then this series. Okay, so... Just a couple quick questions I have for you, because like I I know like people were saying like Drake was like you know kind of like getting in their faces and like being all out. So like, what exactly was he doing that people didn't like? Well, I think he was just being like I don't want to say over the top because that's not the right word. Like he was just basically being himself. You know, he's a passionate fan. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, even before this year, uh, you know, he's always been a fan of them. And so, so I, so I mean, so basically, he was just being like a really loud fan. Yeah, I guess people thought he was big, obnoxious. Is I, you know, is well, what Drake had the problem with. Well, Drake is an obnoxious person, but if he's just being a fan, <laughs> like I don't necessarily see it. now. Like if he's like, like if some guy's like trying to inbound the ball and he's like yelling in his ear or something like that, like I might have a problem with that. Well, I think that was the other thing. Now, don't quote me on this, but I think that was possibly another thing too that he was, you know, he he will trash talk the players. I mean, we even seen at the start of this series, like him and Draymond were getting into it. Um, after I saw that. So, like, I think he's talking a lot of trash during the game, and maybe that's why, uh, you know, I, I think it's just, honestly, I think it's just people see him on the sidelines being, like, up in the faces, you know, up on the sideline and being loud and, you know, talking to the players. Maybe that's what the, the problem is for people. Um, you know, I, I don't know, 
what he's saying or or what but yeah that's uh, that seems to be that 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 honestly like after the first game of the series and last series like that was the probably biggest talking point which was dumb because it was kind of taken away from the basketball <clears throat> but um but yeah i mean everybody's talking about oh drake is on the sideline and this and that and you, you uh, know why this is a story is yeah. because it's drake that's I mean, the only reason to an extent yes that's that's the main reason if there was some you know guy who was a no-name who just you know is sitting on the sideline and chirping and doing what drake's been doing this whole time it's not a story i'm telling you right now it may be like uh every once in a while or like maybe one night he has been like look at this asshole on the sideline but at, besides that the only reason it's a story every single fucking game is because it's drake it's the only reason yeah no i mean i think if you get somebody as popular as drake and like you know, Drake has a very big following, of course. Like, a lot of people like him, but I think a lot of people love to hate him, too. So, I think that's another reason. Um, you know, I think people people almost maybe want to look for a reason to hate him. And uh, and this is kind of the thing. But, yeah, like I said, I mean, it, it was such a big such a big deal and people are making a you know big deal out of it and um of course like i said the whole uh you know draymond and 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 uh, i seen a clip with there were i think it was after game two um you know kd went to the tunnel to basically you know congratulate the team coming in and drake walked by and he was like see you in the bay aubrey or something like that because obviously <laughs> drake's real name is aubrey um and uh and yeah, so it's just kind of been a back and forth. So I mean, based on that, and based on the the confrontation between him and Draymond, I'm assuming he's saying saying stuff to players. To what extent, I don't know, but I'm sure he's talking a lot of trash. So, but yeah, a lot of people seeing that seeing to have problems with that. Um, speaking of KD, um, uh, well, you know, let's actually kind of switch to game three here the last game of the series because i want to talk about something that um <laughs> i think everybody in like every instagram um post comment section i seen was like this is what they said so obviously steph went off last game um and kind of everybody you know he carried that he the carried seven points 47 seven and eight Jesus, yeah dude. he carried them last night or the other night and you know a lot of people were like comparing it to like lebron and stuff like that um how he was carrying you know he's carried teams to the finals and the first thing obviously in the comments is like oh yeah like he only has you know instead of four other all-stars on the court with him he only has two and demarcus cousins and draymond green like i don't i don't know if it's like it's and high like in the grand scheme of things it's not really a big deal um because you know he's just out there to play but like what do you guys make of that conversation because like obviously uh, clay and and kd along with staff are like their three best players um but i you know draymond is still an all-star and, and so is boogie so like are, are you guys i guess believing the whole like oh yeah like you know, he carried them and he's got nobody kind of thing. No, not really. So my thing is, like, I I've, I was able to, like, watch a few clips of, of Game 3. Obviously, like, we the three of us work a lot. Uh, yeah. So we, we oftentimes will uh, we'll miss these games. But I watched, I watched a few clips of Game 3, and 
um, I was listening to kind of um, I was listening to like some feedback on the radio on like what people were thinking how the game was. People were like, "Yeah, that game kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, like it it wasn't really even close." Um, now Steph Curry, um, you know, w- without the performance, he like like he had he had an amazing performance for you know the people that were you know surrounded by him. Um, I mean, in a way, it's kind of it's kind of like Russell Westbrook in a way where he basically plays with a team of nobodies and gets triple doubles every night. <laughs> um, but with Steph Curry, um, you know, it, he's not necessarily like he's not necessarily known to just kind of go off like he did in Game Three. So, like, if he didn't if he didn't have that kind of performance, like this game would have. Um, well, I mean, I, I guess if you just look at the score, like it kind of was a blowout, but. Um, but Toronto um, just barely outscored Golden State in every quarter, so it, you know it could have definitely been a lot closer if uh, Golden State did have their stars. So I don't necessarily think it's a case. I, I like I, I don't think Steph Curry is you know carrying his team to the finals. Like I think if anything, he you know if Golden State's going to win this series, it's going to be it, it is going to be because Steph. Um, Steph carried them but that would just be for this series in my opinion i think uh you know we watching the warriors play like steph has kind of been he's known for the the whole you know setting picks and having picks set for him and you know it's it's uh more than just him like if you watch at least this is in my opinion you know you watch lebron it's more of him kind of isoing and back players down or whatever with Steph, it's like, you know, the shoot, you know, catch and shoot kind of thing and, you know, getting open and just great passing to, to right. have open space. Like it's not just him that's doing everything. So, um, you know, unfortunately right now for the Warriors, they're, they are dealing with some, some injuries. I mean, obviously when you get, you know, two of your best three guys out, but, um, even like Looney had like a, he fractured, I forget what he fractured, but like he, he wants to play. Like it's obviously guys want to play and, and clay, like it's kind of crazy because like hamstring, I feel like groin and hamstring injuries are the most nagging injuries you can get. Like, it's very just like an, it's a, it's always hurt. It always hurts no matter what you do. So I feel like, We'll have to kind of see. Now he is expected to play in Game Four. We'll have to see like what he actually can do, um, mobility wise and stuff like that. Just so you know, the injury specifically that uh, Looney had was a a coastal cartilage, which is basically a rib injury. Oh, okay. Um, and it, it was kind of close to the collarbone, which I could imagine is probably giving him a lot of pain. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine that too. Um, can you, just for the record, do you see all the LeBron James memes out there going on right now because of Steph Curry? You have seen that? Well, that, well, like what? And by the way, um, like, like, it, like it's, it's like, it's not easy carrying the team, Steph, or something yeah, like that's that. Yeah, that's what I was kind of but, talking about because people um, are saying that. Well, because like, and I really want to point this out real quick. I looked up the 2017-2018 Cleveland Cavaliers when they uh, yeah. finished fourth and it's not even close. Like it's just not even close with LeBron and the rest of that squad. So I don't think those two are on the same level in but, terms of carrying a team. Sorry. I just want to interrupt really quick because there is like some like kind of minor breaking news about uh, oh, wait, the I'm Warriors right now. I'm ready. Well, for this. Okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm ready for this. 
Thank you. Uh, Kevin <laughs> Looney. Uh, after being ruled out for the series, Kevin Looney will play tonight. Okay, okay. confirmed. That's funny that we we're just talking about that. And <laughs> yeah, that's, like we that's, that's according to Bleacher Report NBA. Yeah, like uh, for for some reason I thought that I heard something like I thought something was fractured or or maybe it was like cartilage that I did hear, but it, it sounded you know it sounded like something that he would not be back from is basically what I'm saying, and yeah. he's back. So and I I I just want to say he was originally ruled out for the series. Yeah. So, uh, but I think I think they're uh, kind of being a little bit desperate right now. He, he's probably he's he's def- definitely going to be played playing at like at most 80 percent so dude, he's gotta be on so many painkillers right now <laughs> so many um, which is gonna suck man he's gonna be he's gonna be a wreck after the series oh yeah but the one thing i want to talk about um is uh, going along with the injuries like do you guys think because every you know every day with kevin durant they're like oh you know we'll see if he plays and then he's been ruled out you know, ever since the injury, you think the injury is worse than they're actually saying it is? Because I, I, I think you know, it. There's, I think they're saying like what strained calf. There's no way that that would keep him out for this. Like Are they I, just I being really careful. Think that, it, it I don't. Feels think weird. So. It feels well, weird to say that because this is the finals. But yeah, I was about to say like if if it was like in the playoffs, you know, I would understand wanting to be careful, but. Like this is the finals. Like you need yeah. to give it your all. Like even if you're only playing at eighty percent. Not to mention, and this, not to. I don't want this to sound messed up, but like I think this is probably the truth. Like, you know, Kevin Durant. There's a, you know, he's probably not back on Golden State next year. So no. like, you would expect them to be like, yeah, you're you're playing. Like, you know, it's not like we're preserving you for the future here. Is he like, secretly <laughs> holding out? <laughs> like, so Tyler. Yeah. Where is Kevin Durant going? Oh, um, we're opening this can of worms already. Yep. All right. I <laughs> Philly. Depending on how the no. draft, like if the draft <laughs> went, the, if the draft went the Knicks way, I would have said the Knicks. I. It's tough. I mean, I, I really don't know. I mean, the Knicks are the obvious team, but um, you, you know, we just seen like the uh, yesterday. With the Brooklyn Nets, that uh, they traded Alan Crabb away, and now they got another max slot opened up. So you know you got teams like them making moves. Um, you know, obviously the Lakers have <laughs> have some assets in that fourth pick, so uh, obviously they can move some players. But so here's an idea, and this just happened recently. So mm-hmm. I'm sure you're aware. You know, I was really happy about. Um, the Atlanta Hawks trading and getting another first round draft pick so they could potentially move up. Mm. And and no, I'm not saying he's coming to Atlanta, but hear me out. So I don't think he's coming uh, to Atlanta, but here's why he should. Starting no, no, that's not that's not it at all. (laughs) So another another piece that Atlanta got in that trade was Alan Crabb, which he's kind of an overpaid. Uh, kind of an overpaid shooter, and by kind of, yeah. I mean extremely. Yeah, I was going to say. But think about the team that he played for um, last season, the Brooklyn Nets. They just freed up a bunch of cap space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's because like, like, they have another slot. They have another max slot now. So Right. So that means they have the potential to go for Kevin Durant. So don't sleep on the Nets. And also, apparently, there was a report yesterday that Kyrie is strongly considering the Nets 
So, I mean, if Kyrie goes there, I mean, I'm sure that entices KD to go there. Well, I don't know if it actually does, though, because doesn't Kyrie, like, hasn't he, like, made it clear he kind of wants his own team? Well, you would think he – I don't understand that, first off, because, like – What does that mean? Like, wants his own – like, a team that he can carry? Like, he he, he actually seemed like he was, like, most happy playing in Cleveland before LeBron, somehow. Because because he, he wasn't in the shadow, right? Well, I mean, he was he was still like you know a top top two. Yeah, or three still Kyrie player. Irving, but he's not LeBron James. Well, he, that but the Celtics are his team. Like, sure. like it's almost like um, he's yeah, and on the Celtics, he's surrounded by stars, not necessarily superstars. Right. So well, he, he wants I'm, to be the only superstar. Yeah, but so is that's he what... is he going to be like the first get for the Knicks so that you know they can start building around him so that it's like oh yeah the Irving era or whatever you want to call it. Like, this is what I'm saying, though. Like, that doesn't make sense. Because, like, there's a difference between, like, he is the guy on Boston. So, like, does he just want to go to a shitty team? Like, I don't understand. Like, does he just want to go to a really bad team to be the guy? Or, like, do you want to win a championship? Like, why, I don't... why is this all? This has been the conversation with so many players recently. Like, why? Is, yeah. what is this trend that we're dealing with? I mean, we talked about Le'Veon Bell for weeks in, in the NFL about that. And look where he is now. Like, he's exactly in that position now on the Jets. So, like. Well, the Jets are, I mean, the Jets are an up-and-coming team. But, yeah, yes. no, you're right. But, like, it's a weird I just. trend. I, I like if that's the logic for Kyrie, like I literally don't get it because well, like, it might get him the most money though. I think I have a name for this. Sure, but like again, there's a difference between like wanting to be the superstar and then playing on a shitty team. Like, is this, know, I got you. Is this like the Scotty Pippen effect? Like the idea that <laughs> you have a great career, but no one points to you as the reason yeah. for the Bulls' success. Yeah, like like when. Um, like when people like look back and say like Cleveland won the title, they're they're gonna say it's because of LeBron, right? Not because of Kyrie, right? And a bunch of guys like, on the bench. Like Kyrie shot was probably the biggest. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying though. Like because obviously, yeah, you're right. That's actually a great reference. Like with Pippen, um, when you when you think of the Celtics, like the first guy I'm thinking of is Kyrie. Yeah, they have great players and Tatum and Hayward and you know Jalen Brown and Horford, whatever. That's all good and dandy but like Kyrie in my opinion is like the guy there like I don't I just don't get it <laughs> I don't know no um, I mean you're you're not complete you're not completely wrong but I guess it, it's it's really interesting to see like because Kyrie like when he first started out like I didn't think he was that kind of guy like I, I guess Kawhi Leonard's kind of the same way. Like you don't expect them to just kind of have this like weird kind of, I don't know, attitude towards them. I suppose, right? Like, of like this me first kind of thing, right? So yeah, I mean, I, like it, 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 it's a little, it's a little offsetting, and I, I really think, um, and all, I mean, it may just be all, um, the fact that he just wants to play for a big market. Like I don't know, it could yeah. be anything. Well, I mean, that's that's the thing too, and um. I can't even believe like this is kind of a thing with him and possibly the Lakers after getting away from Cleveland seemingly because like, you know, this whole thing that he wants to be the guy. Um, And by the way, I just want to mention something to the viewers here. Like this is kind of how the podcast is going to be structured is, you know, we're starting off with talking about the NBA finals and we're going to go on a tangent 
that you know we're this is kind of how it's going to be because i want to go on a tangent here way out of left field um let's hear it with with the whole like lebron like is he there is some things that are questionable like for tampering no like the you know he's like getting players um i like he was seen with Kyrie and and stuff like that which is fine and all like i don't know if that's necessarily tampering but he's well, he's essentially recruiting his pl- like recruiting players um yeah so so not only that not only that too but um that that brings up something i actually hadn't thought about in a long time you remember tristan thompson and jr smith you remember yeah. how basically lebron you know forced the organization to overpay for those guys right mm. And and now those are names that like you know you have not heard of this season, right? And and, and I don't and know that if destroyed their franchise. Yeah, it really did. And, I, and like I said, I don't know if it's technically tampering, but he's doing a lot of things. Like I feel like I I I want to say like he had a comp like he was with Kawhi the other day or something or called Kawhi. Like there was a story about it, like, and of, and, and I don't know. And maybe it's not tampering, but it just seems like a lot of recruiting that. Well, how is do you feel about it though? Do you consider that a wrong thing or, or not? Because it's actually kind of an interesting concept that kind of relates to what we were talking about with the whole, my team concept, because yeah. you would think that LeBron trying to recruit another huge star player is trying to build a dynasty team. So, well, what I think Kyrie was stuck with was a um, somewhere in between, right? And like, would you call you would call the Golden State Warriors a dynasty at this point, right? I mean, oh, yeah, like, yeah. like you you can't point to a single player on that team. I mean, you could point to Steph, I guess, right? But you can name the other players on that team, right? But with the Cavaliers yeah. case, that was star player LeBron overshadowing everybody. So. so- <laughs> I, I like to get to the original, like the question you just asked. Do I consider it wrong? The only reason I would consider it wrong, and this is why I have a problem with it, is this whole. I mean, it, it's a repetitive thing that I have talked about before. Is with the NBA is like LeBron is such a massive force. He's probably the biggest in the game right he's now. A like, well, like because if he's if he goes to a player, it's like, hey, join me, and then he goes to another player, hey, join me, blah blah blah. Then we have this stupid dumbass balance like bad balance again where we have four good teams in the league and then everybody else is garbage like that's the problem i have with the nba like you know there's there's just so much there's so many good really really good teams and then there's so many like mediocre bad teams like you know it's just and i and i feel like that kind of recruiting thing and getting players to go there um instead of you know just for example say uh Kyrie goes to the nets like maybe it's not in the like he he's probably not gonna win a championship there i would say absolutely not but what i am saying is like it creates like the nets will be better or yeah like the nets will for sure be a better team if he goes to the lakers like that team all of a sudden becomes like a contender right away i don't know so i you, just don't your, like your problem seems to be with the state of the league as a whole compared oh, to yeah. okay so that you know you don't necessarily have a problem with the court recruiting per se but you have a problem well, I, with how there's you know four teams we're talking about each week in the nba 
and there's what how many more 28 something like that not being talked about how 26 many yeah 26? Okay. so i so, saw but i mean i have like i said i have a problem with it because the recruiting i feel like is leading to a bad balance of the league but i guess so well, how do you... dude, well okay so tyler my quick question is do you think like this didn't happen before or something oh mm-hmm. i'm not denying it but like it definitely did happen before but like it's so, and maybe it's it honestly might just be because it's so public, mm-hmm. um, and that's the case now. But it just it's like every off season it seems like that there's somebody trying to get somebody to go there. Um, I know, I mean, obviously Houston tried to start something with CP3 and James Harden, and they were trying to get you know they had Melo, which <laughs> almost worked by the way. Um, at least yeah. this, at least at least uh, this last season. Yeah. Right. So, like, I just feel like that. And then, and, and it's, and you're right, Brandy, before, like, it's all about playing in a big market for a lot of these guys. Like, you know, well, all the teams are talking about Houston, LA, New York, New York, the other New York. And then a lot of people are talking about the Clippers because it's LA. <laughs> like, that's what it is. You know, the Indiana Pacers cannot keep up with all this recruiting bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, nobody wants right. to go to yeah. Indiana. Um, so that's, that's my whole thing. But, um, yeah, I think I, I just, I, I don't like the balance of the NBA and I've been saying it a lot. And I, like I said, I think I said it on this podcast before. I just don't like the balance and I wish it was more spread out. Um, I also think it's the product of like, there's a big difference in the NBA than like say hockey between a super, like a star and a superstar. And I think that's just the the how the game is played. Obviously, a, a hockey player like Connor McDavid cannot be on the ice for sixty minutes a game. Uh, you know, LeBron can essentially play the whole game and kind of take over. So, I, I think there's a big difference between superstar and star. And just the superstars right now are like kind of like they are on this. A lot of them are on the same teams, and uh, it's creating this imbalance. But right, yeah. So, That's my whole thing. But, like, look at a team like the Sixers who are looking for a core, right? Like, the, well, the it's a constant debate in Philly about who's supposed to be in that core, right? Well, um, I, I the sorry to cut you off, but the yeah. thing about the Sixers is they actually drafted their team. Like, mm-hmm. they, that's all drafted, Embiid and Simmons and – so, I mean, I shouldn't say that because they literally have Jimmy Butler, who was not drafted, and Tobias Harris. But that was, well, I mean, you know, Butler's, players for this year. Butler's but, gone, most likely, so – yeah. Um but, but so yeah. you you you're okay with that because of they drafted all those guys versus already a well-known established name like LeBron or uh, well, Steph Curry or any guy like that. I mean it wasn't like everybody was like, "Oh, yeah, let's go to Philly and make a dynasty." Like it wasn't like <laughs> that. It was like we have Embiid and Simmons, we added Butler. Um, and gave up good pieces for that, by the way. I mean, Covington was a nice pl- little player yeah. for us, and Sarich, and, and those guys are gone. And then Tobias Harris, I mean, we gave up a shit ton for. Yeah. Um, so it's not like we were – again, it's not that thing where we we're like, oh, yeah, let's all go there in free agency, like the <laughs> Miami Heat of the yeah. LeBron days. It was, of, <laughs> it was like we actually built this and made moves. Like it wasn't – whoever, you know, with – the Warriors and KD, like the Warriors gave up, except money to KD, nothing for Kevin Durant, one of the best players in the league. So I don't know. That's my. I, I just don't like that 
Yeah, I, think, I, I, um, I can see where you're coming from, but you know, I I just don't know how you. I mean, you can't stop it. I mean, it, it's I, it's gonna be one of those weird things. I feel and like, maybe I'm biased. Can't stop. Maybe I'm biased because with the NHL, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of like there's not a lot of that. John yeah. Tavares over the summer was one of the bigger names in recent memory of a guy who actually a star player who left his team, but you don't really see that too much in the show. It's a lot of, you know, locking guys up and, and I don't want to say loyalty cause I don't think that's, I guess the case, I don't think that's really the case, but it's just, there's not a lot of movement by the big guys. So I don't know if I have a problem, um, necessarily with, um, I, I don't know. I, I just, like I said, I just don't like the balance. It, I, I just hate that. I mean, the Warriors have been in what four fucking f- how many finals in a row now? Uh, like, like it's dumb. Since, since the twenty, um, the twenty fourteen fifteen season. What is that <laughs> yeah. really? Is that true? Really? Oh my god. I, yeah, because I remember that's that that was the year the, the Hawks had their sixty win season. So. Yeah, and it's just like I want to double check this. Okay, I believe you, but that's just just like hearing that out loud. Hearing that out loud is insane. Literally, when the Penguins went back to back in the NHL, like I was like, "This is dumb." Like, Uh, why can two teams go back to like it's you know I like to see new teams, and then that like that's with the NBA, and a lot of it is was obviously Cleveland on the other side of that like it's just dumb <laughs> you know the outcome of the season before it starts like everybody obviously had golden state in the finals before the season so you know it's funny so, you know it's funny i'm sorry real quick just to just to say real quick uh i'm on the golden state warriors wikipedia page right now and 2009 to now is labeled this uh stephen curry era <laughs> i think that's funny i just think that's funny just because we were talking about how that team's a dynasty yeah yeah that's that's funny um so speaking, I mean, speaking of that though, do we think that the Golden State Warriors dynasty might be coming to an end? It's got to explode I, at some point, right? Uh, well, I, I think mean, I think this year is like basically. Well, I mean, may, maybe even last year, but I think definitely this year is going to be like where we like start actually seeing some changes. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think you know. Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant looks like he's going to go with either the Knicks or the Clippers. Yeah, well, I'm I, I'm just thinking about this too. Like for the whole BS, like everything that's going on in the NBA. Like literally, Demarcus Cousins is playing for like fifty five cents this season. Like it's Whoa. one of those things where he should be getting paid a lot more. So I'm Tyler. While I do agree with you, he definitely deserved to get paid a lot more. Apparently, during the offseason, last season, he didn't get any contract offers except well, for Golden State. Yeah, because I also seen like a story about like how he was going. I mean, he's been dealing with injury problems for the last. I mean, obviously this season and and last. Right. So, um, but but I don't know. I, but but so like you know, people are gave him like a lot of shit for signing with such little amount to play for a super team. But I don't necessarily know how much. Of that is his fault. Yeah, no, I I, I get that, but it just it it's just it had to be Golden State. <laughs> like, right. why couldn't he play for that money for like the goddamn Chicago Bulls? I don't know. Like, uh, whatever. Because Chicago sucks. I mean, this why. is everybody's problem with the Patriots, right? And this is why I get a flag all the time, right? I mean, similar idea. Maybe not as much because 
you can usually point to one or two or three different names on that team versus the starting five of the Golden State Warriors. Well, like, you should be an Eagles fan. Yes. Well, and I get, I and I and look. I mean, obviously, players are going to be gra- like gravitate to success. Like they want championships. I'm not blaming them for that. I just think it's kind of over. I don't know. I'm just sick of it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, one thing I do want to talk about here. Uh, was the whole Kyle Lowry um, and the Golden State fan who we found out was Mark Stevens, uh, an investor for Golden State. I want to talk about that situation because... Dumbass. Um, yeah, dumbass for sure. And he's, <laughs> by the way, since been banned for a year um, after that. So... <laughs> I, this story is so dumb to me, dude. Oh, my God. So, like, I, I don't... Like, what was he thinking? Yeah, like, you are a part owner of a I team. I believe he owned about 4%. The, it, I think. 4% has to be still worth a ton of money, though, right? Well, no, so, like, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, for, you know, purposes. But, the, I mean, so how much, I, that can't, or I guess, it's not going to hurt his status, right? Like, it, I mean, he, yes, he's oh, going to no, get banned not. for games, but they're not going to take him back, like, I guess remove him from the owner pool, right? I guess. No, I, I, mean, don't, I, I, I mean, I don't know if how they that did that, they would. If if they were to do that, they would essentially be breaking the law at that point. But, Is it okay? Yeah, um, but I mean, at four percent, that's still like about like if it's Golden State, that's about like eighty million dollars. I didn't know if he bought like. Assuming Golden State is worth at least two billion, it would be about eighty million dollars. Okay. Jesus, man! Oh my god. Well, I. Anyway, dumbass. I don't know. I'm reading this article and it's just basically saying he's banned for all like team activities as well. I mean, I'm assuming that he's not losing that, but um, yeah. I mean, I, oh, I just me. I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna sit in my projection TV living room and, <laughs> and with my you know mansion. I don't know. I, don't, I honestly don't know, but I'm assuming this guy's made of money. So, so he's I, got a swimming pool in his swimming pool. That's how rich he is. <laughs> Like, uh, like I said, I'm just trying to figure out why, like, and maybe, I don't know, maybe he was intoxicated or maybe whatever, like maybe he had a problem with Larry. I don't know why he would have a problem with Larry, but you know, Kyle Larry Cause that gang shit, that's was, why. was playing basketball. He was going for the ball, lands into the crowd. This guy just decides to give him a little shove. And I think the bigger <laughs> issue out of this for uh, Lowry was he said some obscene things and I'm assuming none of it I, I'm hoping and assuming none of it was like racist or anything because no, I, if that was the case or... I think it would have been a lot worse like and we would have heard, heard. About you would have heard yes. you would have heard by now so, so like I'm assuming it's not that but you know if he's saying stuff that um shouldn't be said um yeah I, I, like I I just <laughs> I just can't wrap my head around like why he would do that like why were you upset that the player went for the ball or like are you just a, a douchebag you like, think I'm he was really just like sure. I mean I, I I'll be transparent real quick I didn't end up getting a chance to actually watch the video I've just been reading a bunch of the articles um is it just that like he was just way too into it like just way I'm, too I into mean, it I, maybe I it's possible um I, I just don't I don't know like I don't know I, maybe that is the case and maybe he was just yeah maybe too into it and uh, maybe Kyle yeah. stepped on his two million dollars sunglasses <laughs> maybe <Dude>. um, <laughs> two million dollars sunglasses 
Shout out to Floyd Mayweather who owns a one million dollar something watch. <laughs> that is go 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 watch that video. He literally he's on vacation somewhere in like some I don't know some island somewhere, and he's in his I don't want to say hotel room because he probably bought out the place, but wherever he's staying, <laughs> like, and he has all these suitcases with him. And he, he could just he, buy a hotel. He showcases. For he's like, "Oh, I'm here for 21 days, so a man needs 21 watches." And he opens up like four something steel cases of these highly expensive watches, and then he pulls out like a special one that has one watch in it. It's like, "Yeah, here's this million dollar like fully diamond encrusted watch type of thing." And he's like, "You know what? And I'm gonna spend 40 grand because I got fuck all to do, or something like that." Nah, and he just throws geez. a stack of money on on the bed. I just want to. Dude, yeah. I would love to get paid two hundred million dollars just to get the shit beaten out of me. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even if that's Manny Pacquiao, like bring yeah. it on. We can arrange that. I would love to see this. Oh, I would shit. love right, to you, see. Yeah, you can just get, you're just gonna scrape scrape together two hundred million dollars real quick for me. Yeah, CPN no exclusive as we go live to Brendy getting his absolute ass beat by Manny Pacquiao. I'm used to it. <laughs> by Manny Pacquiao, you meet up with him and just get your ass beat in an alley somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, definitely. I do want to back up real quick, Ty, when you said like he was just playing basketball. You act like he was playing on like a street court and he got shot in the head. Well, I just want to point that out real quick. What I'm saying is like he was going for the ball. It wasn't like he was over there like trying to hurt Stevens. Like he just was he was playing basketball, yeah. you know? He was just playing basketball. So that's like what I him. let him play, as they say. Yeah. Let him um, play. Refs are letting them play, <laughs> including the fans on the field, Drake and Stevens. I mean, what do you do if you're a ref and that's like, do you give the fan a technical foul? Well, you can eject people from refs can eject fans from games. Well, I mean, that's mainly security's concern at that yeah, point. I mean, I think pushing a NBA player who's currently on the court is a pretty big security concern. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, My uh, so like, sorry, Rebecca, I just want to cut you off. It's a funny story. Yeah. I had a. Uh, I played basketball in high school. One of my my teammates' uh, fathers got kicked out. Like <laughs> his dad got kicked out of the game because he was chirping at the ref at one point, and uh, his littlest daughter uh, starts crying, and he's like, "You made a little kid cry," and then like storms out. Freaking <laughs> funny. I don't even remember that. It, it was high school, Ty. So. Oh, okay. You know, I was playing. gonna say. You, like, you I know, don't... you know who it is, though. I, I, I just kind of think of... Uh, who, do I was I, like, who lives across the street from me, Ty? Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes go. sense. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and he would do that. Yep. Anyway. Um, so, like, I just want to ask the question, like, does this... Fit, like, does this action... Um, like, I don't know how to word this, but, like, we've been talking about, like, the, the courtside stuff, essentially, this series, with Drake and now this, like... Does this now, like, put Drake under the, like, it kind of pushes him down the ladder a little bit? Like, oh, well, now we got this Golden State guy pushing players, and everybody's focused on that and not Drake. I, I mean, I don't think it's a big... I don't I don't think anything's going to change from Drake's perspective. No, I think he's still going to be passionate and, uh, you know. Right. Uh, he's going to keep doing his thing. Last topic I want to mention about the NBA. Um there's been a lot of obviously Kawhi has had a amazing season with the Raptors and he's another guy who is a potential free agent this year but you know he's taken this team to the finals and they are very successful 
where where do we think Kawhi goes? I mean, does he stay? I I think if they win the finals, I mean, he he can't just leave. I, I think <laughs> I think Kawhi I think Kawhi realistically um, is probably. Um, you know, if you were to ask me, like at the season, like at the beginning of the season, like is Kawhi like actually gonna stay in Toronto? I would have yeah. been like, no, definitely not. Yeah, but same thing. I would have said. I, I, th- I think the fact that his team has been successful under a first year coach, like, yeah, and he, you know, he's kind of for the most part seemed to have like kind of quieted, quieted down for a little bit. Um, which he's is, always been like that, though. <laughs> like he's well. I mean, guy. he was he wasn't last off season. He was definitely last. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Well, in that case, yeah. <laughs> um, but he definitely seemed to quiet down, which makes me think, like, you know, he's probably going to stick with Toronto at least for another season. Well, there was a report that came out that he apparently like bought a house last week in Toronto, and of course everybody went crazy. But I mean, he's an NBA player. Like he might have just bought a house there i do think though like exactly what you said that um why there of all places though that's the thing though like yeah dude, you probably Tor- afford it, i but... would fucking love to live i i my dream is to live in toronto like <laughs> toronto is such a great place it is. canada great place okay um <laughs> but no i mean like for real though like he's they've had such a successful season the fans obviously embrace him um they have a very passionate fan base as we've seen like i I just think like at the beginning of the year yeah like he wanted to go to la with lebron but now it's like hey man like i can do this it's my team and and i took my team to the finals and potentially win the finals like you know i I think i think if they win he definitely stays but i still think if they lose the series he he probably stays i think uh it's been a good Little, it's been a good uh, transaction for the Raptors because I know a lot of people were upset when DeMario Rosen had to go in exchange. Uh, people were actually really upset about that, but I'm sure they're they forgot about him by now. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we will uh, wait and see what happens. Um, who you, are you guys rooting for Toronto? Like just because it's like they're playing Golden State. I mean, it's always nice to see Golden. It's always nice to see Golden State lose. So. I just want to see Drake run up and steal the trophy, like after they're <laughs> ever just hoisting it in the air. I don't know why. Like I, I feel like with everything I just said, I should hate like Golden, Golden State. State because they are a dynasty and have all this. But like, I, I actually, you know. I, I really like Steph Curry. Like he's one of my favorite players in the league, so maybe that's why. What but a I, phenomenal I to watch, man! I mean, yeah, I mean Steph is one of the greatest three point shooters of all time. So like, it's also nice to see that. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So that is the discussion on the NBA. Um, uh, this will, <laughs> this is going to be a cr- one of the craziest NBA off seasons, by the way, and I'm I'm sure we'll talk about it. Um, but as for now. Uh, the finals uh, are, are here, and two. Uh, you know, it's it's weird to see Golden State down in series. So two one, see if they can even it up tonight, or uh, if that dreaded. <laughs> I I shouldn't say dreaded, but that three one lead that is always memed um, is there. So uh, all right, so we will move on right now to Brendy's segment. It is in case you missed it.
All right, boys. So I got a quick question. Do either of y'all wa- uh, watch? Wow. No, you don't watch the radio now, do you? Uh, do either of y'all listen to the Rich Eisen, Eisen show on Fox Sports Radio? You struggle to get that out. I do occasionally. It, well, it's it's kind of hard to say. Rich Eisen. Rich Eisen, yeah. Yeah, it is. I, I do occasionally because he's a Michigan alum, so gotta gotta support. I do not. Right. Go well, blue, but if, I do not. If you ever have a chance uh, to listen, it's actually a pretty good show. He, um, it's, it's on Monday through Friday, twelve to three. Um, but he brought up an interesting question that's not sports related, and I I need to get your guys' opinion. So this is not necessarily a story, but I figured it might get a good discussion going on. Sure. So here's the question. You're on an airplane, all right? Okay. Does the person sitting in the middle seat get both armrests? Oh, um, that is a great question. It is a great question. Um, and before before I get y'all's replies, I just want to see, or I just want to read, I just want to read some of these responses on Twitter here. Mm-hmm. Um, Ross Tucker says, uh, "Not if they're sitting next to me." <laughs> <laughs> Let's okay. see. Um, <laughs> another user says, um, "For those for those people that are saying no way, reconsider." I hardly ever see. I, I hardly ever sit in the middle, and I always yield my armrest to the middle seat passenger. It is the rule of travel. So I want to know what you guys think. So I feel like if you get the middle seat, you are already like miserable. Yep. <laughs> so like, like yeah. it just sucks. It especially does. like if you're i mean if you're with people you know when you get to the middle seat that's one thing but like um you know flying by yourself and sitting next to two strangers is like another thing um i think that I don't, both though that's that's a lot so here here's my thing and bobby i, I want to get your opinion too so if you're on a like a like a three-seated plane, like three seats on either side. You know, the window seat they get an armrest and a window. Mm-hmm. The the mm-hmm. aisle seat gets an armrest and a bunch of legroom. Mm-hmm. And then the middle seat, you know, they probably deserve to get you know both armrests because they're confined. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that, but I'm also like, you're so miserable to begin with. You might as well just get nothing, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, I just don't know. just sit there and wallow in your misery for this, you know, ten hour flight. Why don't you? Like, uh, I, yeah. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. They probably deserve the armrest because, I mean, window C is you know top both tier. Both armrests. I, I would say both. I, I would probably say both, just because window C is top tier. Like you get, you know, look out the window the whole time, whatever. I mean, it sucks if you have to cross two people to go to the bathroom or whatever. But uh, you know, NC is good because, like you said, leg room and you get armrest and you can get up without having to bother anybody to go to the bathroom or do whatever. And the middle seat, you're just you get nothing. You have to stare directly in front of you. Hopefully, there's a good movie playing, but let's face it. And and you not. might get stuck on a plane that doesn't have any screens. Exactly. Which so that's happened just... to me so many times. Yeah, it's so... happened to me on a flight from Atlanta to LA. That uh, one hurts. That that does hurt. That hurts a lot. I <laughs> yes. feel bad for you. Yeah. So 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 you have a little bit of uh, interest in this story for personal reasons. It seems like. Yeah, well, I will say, like, the flight um, from that I took from Philadelphia to Atlanta, um, 
did not have any screens, but I also sat in comfort. So that was, that was also like a what two three hour flight. Well, it, it's two. actually less than that. It's like an hour and a half to two right. hours. Yeah, because yeah. two it's two hours to Florida from Philly International. The, well, the interesting thing though is like when I first flew up, like from Atlanta to Philly, it had screens. Well, that's hmm. what happened to me. The when I flew down the first time, I it was like it, it's probably because it was a Wednesday night. But I had screens, and this was the first time I flew Delta, which you recommended to me. I was like, oh my god, this is the greatest fucking thing. Not to mention that I was literally in a row. It was, you know, I had the window seat, and there was nobody next to me, and I had a screen. Ooh. So I was like, wow. this is literally the best thing that could happen. But <laughs> in the back of my head, I'm like, you know, this is not going to happen every time, so yeah. I got to get used to it. Like, I can't yeah. get used to this. How was um, it the second time? Well, that was the only time I got TVs on the flight. Oh, because so, hmm. when I went back, but even when I went back, I was at the I was the very last row of the plane, and it was only two seats, so there was only a girl next to me, and then yeah. that was it. Um, it's not too bad. But then the second time that I flew back from Georgia to Philly, I got middle seat between two strangers. But thankfully, even in that case, like the girl next to me probably weighed like. 75 pounds <laughs> um, so like she wasn't taking up any room and no. the other woman was kind of off to the side so the guy even had some space in that there you go so the last time i flew oh. was down to florida for um my high school senior trip and yeah uh, yeah and um i mean we were packed like sardines and that was only oh, two man. rows like or, or sorry two seat rows like it was me yeah. and um it was me and uh, a friend of mine both times and it was just like uh my my knees were like bent at a, <laughs> such a terrible angle. I have long legs. I'm you know six foot and I have pretty long legs, so okay. it, it was it was it was absolute garbage. I can't wait to be on like an actual okay plane again because that was not an okay plane like at all. <laughs> so what I did to combat that, I slept the entire flight. <laughs> That's so what I did. I found I a. Can't, I can't sleep on planes. I can sleep on planes pretty easy. I just got to find the position. But once I find the position. I'm out. Like, that's it. Yo, literally, also on that flight back, when I was in between people, I fell asleep. Like, I had the tray table down and fell asleep on, like, the tray table. That's what like, I did. I was, leaning, I was leaning forward on the tray table, just snoozing. Yeah, I had my head. Like, the tray <laughs> table obviously wasn't, I mean, in my case, it wasn't down. I just put my head against the tray that was, like, up, like, on the back of the seat. Yeah. And I just had my head, like, forward, and I fell asleep that way. Yeah, I did the exact same Actually, thing. Actually... I should say that was me. Now that I remember, I had my head on the back of the seat, but yeah. like my arms were on the rest, the the um, <laughs> the tray table rather. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But to answer the original question, um, I, yeah, I guess they should probably get both. Yeah, but he's rest. gonna be very bitter about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I guess my favorite personally is the window seat because, like, yeah. I get the armrest. I can. I control the window. It, there's nothing more irritating than like getting a middle seat or an aisle seat and not being able to look out of the plane. Right. Uh, I honestly like the window seat for me. I don't care so much about the actual window. I just like you can lean up against the wall. So like, right. Like, that, that's another point asleep. I was gonna say. Like I can fall asleep like that because like my head is in one position. Right. If if I'm to fall if I if I'm gonna fall asleep on a plane, that's probably how I'm gonna do it. Like like chair lean slightly back and then like lean against the wall oh yeah yeah for sure but like um, but then but yeah. that's the, and the other token like the aisle seat you get you know you can basically extend your leg all the way out until somebody comes by 
Well, I know, but flight attendants, like especially Delta flight attendants, like will be like really picky about like you know clearing the aisle and stuff, and you know you know they they always have the carts that they roll out, and you don't want to get your foot run over. So yeah, <laughs> I, I I mean I, yeah, I mean you have to be awake, like you can't leave your foot out. But because I, I I don't know if you saw, but like those um those carts are actually pretty big, and like flight attendants flight attendants can't always see behind them. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. So you're kind of screwed if you get your foot ran over. There's a broken foot <laughs> on an airplane. That and then, I, and then I also, the and then I also don't want to fall asleep on the person in the middle seat if I'm in, in the aisle <laughs> seat. Like if I'm just like slanted sl- slightly. Oh god, that would be a nightmare. This is it your captain speaking. If you are in the middle seat, you automatically get both armrests. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're all. Are, are we all in agreement that the middle seat get should get? Okay, I say should. So they should get both armrests. Yeah, but I mean, I, even in that case, that's still me miserable. But I, but I swear to God, if like they push my arm off or anything, they're getting a right hook. Like, <laughs> right. It's it, it's warranted at that point. It is. It's it fine. is. Do not. I'm already bitter probably by the time I'm on the plane. So do not touch me, because I mean, Philly International sucks. So worst airport in the goddamn mm-hmm. world. Yeah, well, and, I've been there. I've been there twice. Yep. I mean, that's where we, you know, if I need to even go anywhere that I need to fly, I need to go to Philly International. And it's so backwards and weird and just so weird to navigate. And I got randomly selected like twice on the same trip. It was freaking ridiculous. Did, did you like the Atlanta airport, Ty? It's, it, I loved it, but like, it's kind of weird to adjust to because it's so much bigger than Philly's. Oh, it's massive. Oh, it's huge, dude. You would like, think that Philly would be bigger because it's an international airport, but it's not at all. Like, right. It's just weird. Everything's and, weird. And, Ty, the funny thing is you actually came, like, kind of at a bad time because there was actually some construction going on at the airport. Yeah. It was, uh, by the way, it was also, like, four days after the Super Bowl, which was in yep. Atlanta, I'm pretty sure, so. <laughs> yeah. That... Or, like, well, it obviously wasn't Atlanta, but, like, I'm yeah. pretty sure that people were still there from that was what I meant to say. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right, so we're going to move on from this story. So as our boy, uh, you know, Zick Butterstick has shared with us uh, through our personal Discord, uh, Microsoft has announced that they are going to be making their very own body wash um, partnered partnered with Axe. So why? So when I first heard the story... Uh. I got to admit, I was kind of interested simply for the fact that they were partnered with Axe. And Axe, you know, they, they make some pretty good stuff. At least they make some pretty good, like, smelling stuff. So uh, this, is, this is an article from The Verge. It says, gaming lifestyle products have slowly but surely crept from the realm of clothing and specially designed furniture to food and drink. Perhaps you've seen G Fuel, yada, yada, yada. Well, Microsoft is getting in front of an all-new trend. Gaming-oriented personal care products. What trend? Part- no one else is doing this but you. <laughs> <laughs> what by trend? Partnering, by partnering with the brand with, with the brand behind Axe Body Spray to produce new Xbox-branded body, body wash, shower gel, and deodorant. So, so another, another thing I was thinking, you know, I hope this isn't one of those products where, like, you know, you try their shampoo and then like you hop out of the shower and then like your hair smells like your Xbox or something. Like I hope it's not like that. <laughs> well, that was gonna be my first question. Uh, like, what, um, what are the scents? Ooh, like, what are you wearing today? Oh, I'm wearing the red ring of death today. 
That sounds that sounds like a perfume kind of. <laughs> but like, um, God, I was just gonna say like the first thing I seen because people were obviously just on the jokes as soon as they heard this. It was like everybody was saying like Xbox and like. <laughs> It was just like the dumbest shit. I should not have laughed at that. Fuck that. Oh, it's a terrible joke. But like, (laughs) like I said, I mean, my biggest question—it really is like, what are the actual? So the actual sense, like, is it like burning like your disc or like, I don't like, I don't, I don't know. So according to controller, according to Tania Chi, who's the business lead in Xbox Australia and New Zealand, they said. We see Xbox fans achieve incredible things every day, and we wanted to celebrate that elevated skill, passion, and determination by creating something truly special. Now, powering up can be as simple as a quick spray before you head out the door. Now, last paragraph of this article says, what does Xbox smell like? Microsoft says the answer is fruit herbs and various styles of wood last time i checked my xbox wood. being on fire does not smell like fruits and herbs but that's just me <laughs> okay can we talk about the wood somebody, so, somebody actually want to smell like wood well i think we're so, talking about like you ever smell like when someone's like um sawing wood like the like a, I don't know, like a, I don't know, what it's called, like a buzzsaw, a like a buzzsaw. Yeah, well, there's a smell with wood, like when you're cutting wood, that 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 happens. I think that's what they're talking about. I mean, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know how that would be a scent that you would want on your body. It's definitely so, something you would put in a Yankee candle. So there's one, there's one confirmed like scent so far. It's called Lynx. Uh, so it says Lynx Xbox is a fresh scent of pulsing green citrus featuring top notes of lime and winter lemon, uh, aromatic herbal middle notes of mint and sage, and woody bottom notes of, I don't know how to pronounce this, patchouli and clearwood. There's a lot going on there. <laughs> yeah, so there, it, it sounds, they, they basically combined three completely different scents into one shampoo. From what it looks like. I Okay, why not? <laughs> or, sorry, body wash. This is one of those things that I, if I were to ever buy it, I wouldn't use it. It'd be one of those things that I'd put, like, on, uh, like, a gaming shelf. You know what I'm talking about? Like, ever see, like, uh, mm-hmm. some streamers who have, like, a bunch of, what do you want to call them? Stuff like, in the background. Like, stuff in the background, like, pop vinyls and pop figures and stuff like that, gaming related. That's one of those things you put behind there. Like, that's all this is good for. I'm telling you right now. Full, full, sure, the- full transparency. I do use Axe still, not the body spray, but the deodorant, just because I, I like it and the girlfriend likes it, whatever. No, I'm, I'm all about the Old Spice. I, I so, can't get into it, man. I think it's terrible. Rachel May loves that yeah, that You see? It, yeah, see? <laughs> is, the re, is the retail price for these, by the way, like $60? or It's $60 you know, and then like $60 for uh, Xbox Gold. So just like a regular I, game. Right. I have to admit, though, I have to admit, though, I kind of want to try it. Okay, so what you're going to do is you're going to try it, and we need a full-on review video. That's what we yeah, need. Yeah, absolutely. You definitely – if it's out – I think it's only available in Australia and New Zealand right now, but yeah, stay I, I will definitely try it when it comes to the States. Okay. Or, you know, you got to do that, one of those things on my, where – On my honor, I will. You got to know, like, an Australian guy who got you – who smuggled you in some Xbox body wash. Yeah. <laughs> you, got, you got the stuff. You got the stuff. Yeah, yeah. You got you have the stuff. Yeah. You have, you have, you have, you have the yeah. – what, what the hell is the thing? The, what, what, the green – 
flavor are you eating it? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you gotta you gotta throw off you know you, you gotta start to you know come up with some underground terms you know at, at this point at this point i'm too embarrassed to say that i'm smuggling in body wash i will out loud just say hey you got the weed and if i get arrested then fine. <laughs> i feel like like the first person that's gonna use it is just gonna break out in a full body rash that's dude just... i'm yeah <laughs> You're going to hear it, too. And it's going to be some kid who, I don't know. Well, if I if I die, then you guys know what happened. I tried some of the X, Xbox body wash. That's yeah. fine. We'll be rich in your name. Yeah, exactly. I was <laughs> literally just about to say, we're going to go to court, and we're going to win, and then we're going to fund CPN forever with that money. <laughs> That's fine. That's so, a great yeah, idea, so, boys. It's all good. You heard, you heard it here first. Yeah. All right. Let's, this is let's true reporter stash right here. <laughs> let's go ahead and move on. I love so, uh, we got some news the other day. I mean, it's been something we've been talking about for a little bit because we know that the next Call of Duty will be Modern Warfare. We are going backwards for some reason. Um, we're we're going backwards, Warfare. but we're going forwards. What's well, funny because, like, you said something yesterday or in the group chat. You were like, yeah, let's talk about Modern Warfare 4. I'm like, no. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, it's not. It, it's just Modern Warfare. So, like, I am officially dubbing it Modern Warfare 2019. Like... Because well, I'm going to confuse myself. Isn't like that what they usually call it? Like anyway, before it gets named, like it just it would just be. It, it, no, there. I mean, there. I guess it would be Call of Duty 2019, not Modern Warfare. I mean, they're gonna. I mean, yeah, in a way, but I mean, they're no one's gonna say Modern Warfare because everybody knows what Modern Warfare actually is. I'm not hating yeah. on the game yet because I'm actually really excited, and and, and Tyler is definitely going to explain why in a second but it's just it's uh-huh. so i can't i, I no like just on the name but I, fine I, yeah but fine. again something that i have talked about before on the podcast because i think we get in this debate is uh the modern warfare series is i i i don't know if it's my fa- i modern warfare 2 is definitely my favorite cod of all time that is settled for sure <laughs> but i'm trying to figure out if black ops i like black ops better than modern warfare um, because I love Modern Warfare three, but I also love Black Ops one and two and even three. So like it's tough for me. I think but... two I had the most memories in. Like Black Ops two I had the most memories. MW two I think. Yeah. I oh yeah. Fun. Dude, like... nothing better than just like coming home and just playing League Play for mm-hmm. hours. Yeah. So the difference, I think it's actually opposite for me. Like Modern Warfare two, I think I had probably the best time. Yeah. Um, and Black Ops 2, it was fun because, like, we were doing League Play and stuff like that, and, like, we were actually, not not that we were, like, amazing, because that's not we the decent. case, but, like, I, I, we were getting better, and it was good to see, so, like, it was fun in that sense, but, um, but, yeah, so, Modern Warfare has always been a big thing for us, and some big changes coming for this uh, next game, which is going to be awesome. Uh, the big one that was announced uh, just the other day is that Modern Warfare will be cross-platform. It is lit, my dudes. Which, which, like, basically solves the problem. I've been telling problem. y'all from the beginning <laughs> about cross-play. I've been trying to tell you guys. Just saying. So, so, like, this basically solves the problem that we had about Black Ops 4 because nobody got it because we all well, wanted it on different things. I well, have it too, but I just didn't get into it. We never have played it. Yeah. So, and I don't have it. So, um, I'm like but, maybe level 8 in that game right now. Yeah. Which it's a shame too because I actually thought that that game had potential, but like, I, mm-hmm. I don't even know if it's good or not because I haven't seen anything. Blackout's on it. good. 
Um, I mean, from somebody who doesn't play Battle Royale, I mean, it seemed like it, it, it took off pretty quickly. I mean, it, it's kind of died down since then, but I, there was really nothing wrong with the mode, per se. Um, yeah. I just, yeah, I, I didn't get into it as much as I thought I was going to this time around, but that's just me. So, I mean, obviously, the cross-platform is a very positive thing. We, Huge. Uh, that yeah. is, I've been, I've been I, dude, I'm shaking right now. Like, I have been saying this. For so long, like for years now, like, you know, not even just the podcast, obviously, but oh my God, man, I think we're seeing a trend, boys. I think it's finally happening. Well, the other, the other big thing that is uh, coming out of this Modern Warfare thing that maybe not as many people are talking about because of the cross-platform thing, but the season pass is no longer a thing anymore, and all DLC will be free, which is awesome. Um... That's the other. Those are the UEA. What ha- what is happening right now? Yeah, I know all the. What is like, happening? You 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 know it, it's. I think a lot of it has to do with Fortnite. But like so, but but even Fortnite still has the the Game Pass and everything else. So what's called? Well, Duty yeah, doing? but it, it's it's all cosmetic stuff. I know, but. I mean, I think a lot of people, you know, I think... And trying- I'm, I'm sorry, just to yeah. interrupt really quick, it, not necessarily Fortnite, but just the the whole introduction of, like, games kind of having, like, you know, free aspects to it, kind of drawing yeah. fans back, that's kind of what started like, it all. We'll and buy I the cosmetic Fortnite, items, I, just don't make us buy the maps, I guess. Yeah, and I think... I, right, and I think Fortnite was one of the first games to, kind of, like, kind of start that, and it, it's really nice to see Call of Duty getting into it. Oh, well, my do, God, I'm do you so guys happy. Think- do you guys think that they're kind of doing cross-platform and this free map to get players? Like, because oh, they have to. Well, because what I was gonna say is like, um, I know that we ran into the situation a couple of times, like back in the day, like me, like me and Bobby and our friends, um, our local friends, was that you know four of us are in a party, two of us have the map, the new map pack, two of us don't. So those people that don't have the map pack can't play on the new maps and oh. like. Maybe it's like they're trying to get everybody together. They're trying to get everybody yeah. playing again. They're trying to get you know friends online to grow them again. I don't. Maybe that's it was, what it was doing. annoying in MW two because it would be like okay we're queued up in a multiplayer lobby and the host had the map packs and all of a sudden everybody's out of the game except him. Oh yeah, like, I forgot about that. What was yeah. it called? Um, what was it called? Like not system transfer. What was it called when you could like share the map packs or like skins or whatever um, it was? What was it called? On the 360, oh, okay. I, I forget what it's called Damn on 360, it. but um, they on the Xbox One they have the My Home Xbox thing. That's not it. No, it was because it was like I like because a friend of mine, uh, back in my COD I know exactly days, what you're talking about yeah, though. I just can't think of the shared name. Shared some of the Black Ops Two skins with me. Um, and I'm trying to remember what the hell it was called. Is it System Transfer? That can't be it. I honestly, that sounds familiar, but I don't know. Yeah. But, but anyway, sorry. But yeah, license I mean, transfer. That's license what it is. transfer. That's it. Yep, there it is. Yeah, so, um, like, I was always thinking, and like I said, maybe, ooh, shit, I almost broke my goddamn phone. Um, that would have been bad. Um, live, boys, live. Yeah, so maybe they're trying to get everybody back uh, together. I, I don't know. Um, the last thing to mention about this is that, and I didn't expect this, um, but this game does not include zombies, which I'm not, zombies has, 
I mean, it's kind of, I guess, COD in general, but, like, mm. Zombies has really not interested me that much anymore. Like, if I want to play Zombies, I'm not going to go back to, like, the latest game. Like, I'm going to go back to, like, Black Ops 1, I feel like. like Black I, I Ops just 2 don't was, really... had good Zombies, too. Black Ops 2 did have good... Black Ops 2, though, like, had really good DLC Zombies. Yes. I uh, I mean, I mean, I will say Black, Black Ops 1 did. Like, my, my favorite all-time Zombies map is probably um ascension from black ops one dude that oh my god well um what was the um that wasn't ascension what, what was the one where you started out in like the fbi office what was that one um five yeah yeah five, five. well that's, five. The, that's the pentagon yeah that's right yeah i, I really like that one yeah um that that's a classic they actually brought that back for black ops four and i've i've played on it and it's actually a lot of fun uh, so i'll have to play that I will so, say, Black Ops 4 does have pretty good zombies. Okay. Was, uh, I forget, I think it was called Transit. That was Black Ops 2, right? Yes. That was that was the first map available on Black Ops yeah, 2. Yeah, that was right. the one where you get on the bus and... and yeah, uh, so that was a cool aspect. Places. I like that. Yeah. That was cool. I was trying to, I, I, I tried to do some solo runs on the, what was it called, farm or whatever it was, which was yeah, one of the places that's in difficult. Transit. It, it is. I was trying to do some solo runs, but I had some decent, like, upper 20, lower 30 runs, I think. So I, I at one point tried to do a stream where I was trying to break the record. It was like 60-something. So I was trying to be syndicate for a minute there. But <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I, it was, I don't know. I was, I was really good at running trains on the map for some reason by myself. So I just tried to do Well, that, it's but. a lot easier when you're by yourself. It is. <laughs> it, it is. But, like, it's also really claustrophobic and small space. Like, you open, like, four doors and that's it. Like, you don't go anywhere yeah. else. You're in that really confined space. So even when it would start to get into the upper rounds and there would be zombies coming from every which direction, I was really good at kind of just, I don't know, keeping them all in, in, in a single line and just firing every, their heads. Every, it's like, it seems like every zombies map has, like, their really good, like, train slash circle area. Like, in Ascension, it's the place by the uh, by the Pack-a-Punch room where yes. you just, like, you can just run around in circles yes. by the like where the rocket used to be. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's probably one of the best. Oh, by the way, shout out to World War Two zombies for Brendy setting me on fire at one point. <laughs> I still have that clip. Yeah, I I have it on my YouTube. I think like I unlisted, but it's really funny. It is that that that's a good one. Yeah. Basically, uh, just to describe it really quick, <laughs> there's on, on the first World War Two map there is a ba there's basically like a giant. I, I guess best way I can hole. describe it is like a, a well or a yeah. hole or something. Um, At least it's like to, underground tunnels and right. Um, but it there's this machine that basically blows up the entire hole. Uh, you know, if it's like filled with zombies, um, then it'll, it'll kill them all. Well, Bobby here decided to do his best Michael Phelps impersonation and go for you know go for a little swim. Uh, so he just decided to dive straight into the hole and like right before he right before he managed to get in because like if you turn on if you turn it on um, turn on the device uh, then it won't let you in the hole like while it's going off but I happened to do it at like the perfect time and Bobby just dove straight in and I think he died no I didn't die because it doesn't kill you it just I, oh, I literally, yeah, as soon fire. as my feet left the ground to dolphin dive, I just got hit with a wall of fire. Like, and it just scared yep. the absolute shit out of me. I was making some inhuman noises as I was falling into the well. There. <laughs> dude, Johnny like, Cash would have been proud. Oh, dude. <laughs> I fell into a burning <laughs> ring of fire. 
Brandy. Hey, we're going to get copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> Twitch stream shut down. Mods, I'm sorry. Twitch well, admins. Be because, you know, it, you sound so much like him. So. Oh, obviously. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you very much. Now I'm doing the Elvis impersonation. So. Uh, <laughs> I can't write. Um, so, like the last Call of Duties, uh, PS4 will still be getting the exclusive early, like the DLC. Uh, but instead of a month early, like a month earlier, like usual, it's going to be only a week earlier. So, that's mm. kind of cool because, like, it, it kind of sucks when, like, you would be watching a YouTuber play uh, DLC and you're like, damn, I really want to play, but I got to wait a goddamn month. Like, that always sucks. Um, but one question I, I kind of a major question I have here because I think uh, I mean this is going to happen for really any game uh, if games do start going full cross platform. Do you think PC gamers have an advantage over console gamers? And like uh, Fortnite for sure, like we mm -hmm. know that. But like for this game, it's it's, um, inter it's interesting because sorry to cut you off, Brandy. It's interesting because um, Sea of Thieves has tried to took an extreme step or were planning on i don't know if they actually did it tried to do an extreme step to try and limit that because they felt that uh pc players on sea of thieves had, had a huge advantage if they were trying to raid people who were on console because obviously you can move quicker and and whatever else like look over to the sides a lot quicker and a more freedom of movement etc mm. etc et so they started to uh diversify the the um the server or the plan was to diversify the servers so that console played on one and pc played on another while still maintaining their cross-platform set. It's really weird. Like, I think it was like, oh, yeah, you could still party up with console players, but you can't... I don't know. It was weird. I forget exactly what they were trying to do, but it was pretty extreme from what I remember because so, uh, Summit 1G was playing at the time and he was upset about it. So I'm I'm glad you brought up Fortnite, though, Tyler, because the thing, the thing, the, um, the thing that I was, I was thinking about... Um, you know, obviously, PC players do have an advantage when it comes to Fortnite... But a lot of that also has to do with the fact that there's a lot more buttons to hit in Fortnite and there's a lot more scrolling to do. Mm -hmm. But like if you think like Call of Duty, um, it's basically like you, you press a button and something happens. Right. So like the only thing that PC players would have an advantage over is like they'd be able to um to like look around and like move a little bit faster. But like that's about it. But when I I think when it comes to actual gameplay, like I, I think for the most part, it'll be pretty balanced. So I, I, as far as I can tell, it seems like it's going to work kind of how Fortnite does it um, as far as cross platforms. Like if you're playing on console by yourself, you'll get matched up with console players. But if you're playing who is some, if you're on console and you're playing with someone who's on PC, there can be a mix is what I, I think I'm getting out of this. Um, which Fortnite does, and it seems like that's the case. Uh, I don't know for sure, but yeah, it sounds like you know if if you're on console or by yourself, or if everybody is on console, you'll not be matched up with PC players. That's what I take from that. But I mean, I guess it's not a huge adventure. Yeah, Fortnite is very ad advanced in the case of like buttons and stuff like that. So it's probably going to be a bigger advantage on something like that. But you know, at the same time that split second to move faster might be you know a key a key moment and and i don't know if it's going to be a huge thing i just think that uh obviously being able to play on pc and having um you know higher frame rates and stuff like that like i, I just think that 
it's possible that you could have an advantage. I don't know what. I mean that that would be something to monitor because I would really like if they had stats on that or something. Like if they could, um, like you know what the kill death ratio between like a PC player and a, a console player or something. Like I would, I that would actually really be interesting to me just to kind of see if there is something there. Um, right. I don't know. But yeah. Uh, Either way, very excited for this game um, because uh, you know I I want to get back on the COD man like I I do and again I mean yeah, I I'm we probably would have gotten to Black Ops Four had we all got it on the same console uh, and like for us <clears throat> excuse me for us right now like especially like we're literally playing two games it's like we're playing Fortnite and NHL like that is it like we need something else and I feel like this could be. Like, yeah, that game will be Call of Duty uh, 16. I've, <laughs> I've, That's what I'm calling it, I'd Call of Duty stop. 16. I, I feel like Tyler is <laughs> secretly blaming Brendy for this because Brendy Probably. made the push for PC. I am not blaming. I'm Okay, I made the push for PC because, first of all, I, Bobby, I knew you would get it at some point. Yes. Um, Tyler said he was thinking about it because he just got a new computer. Yeah. Um, that could you know run those type of games. Zach, just like <laughs> for some reason, Zach. Zach. Pa- no, 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 Zach in the past for some reason has bragged about being able to run GTA Five or GTA Five Max graphics on his laptop. So uh, oh, I was, you, I was just, yeah. So I was just like, okay, well then it'll clearly run Black Ops Four just fine. And then he's like, dude, I'm getting like 10 FPS in this game. Like, I can't play. What? Well, he did. He what? did get like the new gaming PC recently. So, I mean, maybe that could. Well, him. he he did. Like, he he could probably play it now, honestly. Yeah. But like, it it was partly like the fact that like I envisioned the four of us all playing like on PC together. I thought that would be fun. Honestly, like if it were to come out, like if if it was like twenty dollars right now, I would buy it. Like, I I think it's still sixty though. Yeah, um, they've had a couple sales, but nothing that low. I don't think. Like, it's crazy too. I mean, the game has been out for you know months now, but yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, I I I've never had a problem with it. It's just, and I've said this for other games too. Like, being a console player my whole life, and like, and not to mention like, this is just as a general thing. Like, I never ever use the computer let alone for gaming, like, much at all through, like, at my childhood and stuff like that. So, like, even, like, getting comfortable with the keys and stuff was different. And it's so hard to, like, switch from console to PC. It's incredibly challenging. Like you just got to stick with it, though. Well, I was, yeah, I was about to say, Tyler, you've had the problem of, like, especially on Fortnite. Like, you've given it a try, but, like, the problem is, is, like, you do badly, and then like you don't ever want to play PC again. Well, that's the other issue I have because I'm so, I it's can't you're adjust to Fortnite. it. Well, well, I can't. Okay, but like same thing like with Overwatch though. Like he's been playing Overwatch recently. But I feel like I feel well, like Overwatch Fortnite you can get. With. I feel like Fortnite you you're it's Tyler knows he's decent on Fortnite on console, right? So he goes over to PC and he's getting absolutely obliterated by somebody. I'm sure he's gonna be pissed. And Overwatch, yeah. you know. A new game where I mean, if he gets into it, he's gonna be pissed. For a game for that he doesn't totally care about quite yet, if he dies and is still learning, then that's fine. You yeah, know? that that's kind of thing. Cause like, I mean, I am, I mean, I, I would say decent is the strongest word I'd use for for me on console. Like, you know, 
on PC, a person can build like a a one by one, three stories up in like literally <laughs> two seconds, and like I yeah. can't compete with that. I can I can hardly put a wall down and <laughs> yeah. on PC on Fortnite. So like, and obviously like when I'm playing console, I can do that fine. Right. Um, so I just get like really frustrated. And but I mean honestly though, like going back to the original thing, like Fortnite is probably not like that is probably the hardest crossover to make. So, um, it is. like if you're trying to go from to console to PC, I don't know, but, um, but yeah, let's, uh, like, let's just see how it's going to go, I guess, with, uh, this whole cross play thing. Um, because like I said, I'm just not quite sure, uh, about the whole, if there's going to be any advantage or not. Know, I'm, I'm cool ducking on anybody, PC, PS4, or Xbox, or Switch. I don't care. <laughs> I don't even I don't even know. Yeah. Dude, just imagine, like, if you're able to figure out how to, like, hook up a keyboard and a mouse to a Nintendo Switch, you'd just be destroying lobbies. <laughs> Jeez, dude. Did you guys uh, also see, though, about the new game that there's, there's apparently talk about, um, and I'm looking at the, the article on Tech Radar, um, and it says to expect controversy because a level or some of the levels or maybe the entire goddamn story is supposed to be very much inspired by no Russian. Sweet. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. Bring okay. it on. Calm down over there, kid. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite level. I see <laughs> psychopath. But it, it was the reason why I like the level so much is not because I have a freaking lust for blood. Like it was more <laughs> or like killing innocent you, people. Like, I didn't realize what was happening, like, because I remember when I first got in W two, and it was like it gave you that content warning where it's like, yeah, yeah, it was like, oh, there's some stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm shooting people. Like, well, what is it? If, no, you're, if you're murdering mistaken, innocent civilians. If I'm not mistaken, like, it gives you an option to skip it. It does. Right? It does. Because well, I mean, it, for all intents and purposes, you do not need to play the level. I mean, you literally but, go in there, you murder a bunch yeah. of civilians, and then what's his name shoots you in the ambulance. Makarov. Makarov. Like, the thing about it, it's, like, it's kind of right how you said that, though. It's, like, I'm playing a shooting game. Like, what could be worse? And then it's, like, oh, yeah, I'm killing, like, and it's, like, this is terrorism. I'm literally, I'm, I'm literally playing terrorism. <laughs> I'm literally playing terrorism. <laughs> that, is exactly, that is exactly what is happening. No, like, but I, yeah. And, and from, from, from someone like me who, you know, is learning how to convey stories in different mediums and you know in film school and other things from a story perspective that thing hits you like dead in the chest yeah. just like the bullet hitting all the civilians but regardless <laughs> like like you Damn, you, you felt now. that mission like like because call of duty as good as like mw2 campaign was kind of going through the levels can be kind of mindless sometimes because you're kind of just, oh, go to this building, clear it out. Okay, go to this building, clear it out. Okay, steal yeah. the laptop, get on the helicopter and leave. Right? Yeah. But from a story perspective, it was so different and so shocking. Like, it was, it, it worked it, in every possible way. So It would have been ten times better instead of an LMG had an intervention. RPG, what <laughs> do you want scope. about? <laughs> Bro, but like quick scoping Russian civilians in an airport. But, but, I mean, to... to further to that point though like the whole thing with the mission with ghost dying like yeah like that was a good story spoilers yeah okay if Holy <laughs> shit, ten year old game cool. yeah if i'm spoiling it you got problems no, um <laughs> but no like i i get that but like what do you mean like from what you've seen like about the whole like continue that point you're talking about you said like this campaign was gonna be a lot like that 
it, so I, I'll, re I'll read verbatim. So this is an article from Tech Radar. It, it, the, the article is just kind of talking about everything that they know so far. Um, so the bottom headline says expect controversy and it reads according to comicbook.com the game will be actually it doesn't say will be it says the game be as if you're a pirate but I'm going to say it over <laughs> here the game will be hev quote heavy on troubling realistic emotions very much inspired by the controversial no Russian level that mission is in Call of Duty Modern for 2 it was highly controversial at the time for depicting an undercover CIA agent who takes part in a mass shooting of civilians. The trailer yeah, suggests, you're playing an American, by the way, just yes. saying. The trailer, yeah, you're undercover for the Americans, and you're killing Russian civilians. Joseph Allen, yes. that's the name. And then you die. The trailer suggests yep. other terrorist attacks may feature in the story, and children also feature, so it may be these elements are used <laughs> to stir up controversy. This ought to be good. Oh, man, and this I was, can't wait. The Modern Warfare 2 level, I mean, yeah, mass shootings happened before that game, but now it's like, it's, it's a hot topic, yeah. you know what I mean? And I, I don't, you yeah. know. I don't mean that to any disrespect for any victims or anything like that, but, you know, it's become a more common issue to be talked about. It's become, you know, something that's been at the forefront of a lot of controversy. So, yeah, there's there's controversy here. But here's the well, thing. I, I, I like that, I guess, if this is true, if this is to be believed, I like that they're taking a risk on this. I, Whenever somebody, a storyteller, takes risks like this, it ends up working out in their favor most of the time. So, I'm glad they're doing You're right, this. though, because, like, you know, when the game was released, what it was like 2008, 2009, like, like that, yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously shootings happen and stuff like that, but unfortunately how things have went, it's happened a lot more recently, so it, yep. it will be interesting. It was one last I, week. I, like, I wonder if, <laughs> like, is it going to get to the, I, I don't know, is it going to be outrage and then they're going to have to, like, do stuff about it? I don't know. Because, like, I no, feel I like... Can't. Well, that's the whole. Actually, I shouldn't say that because remember what happened in Modern Warfare Two? Like three years after it was already out of date, they had to go back and remove the apparent like um, Muslim scripture yeah, the above in the, the toilet on uh, yeah favela, favela or whatever. Yeah, I remember Wings of Redemption making a video where he just went off about that. By the way, a lot but, of people did. Yeah, well, I, I know, either. and it was weird, but I mean, it they had to fix it but no i don't because i feel like they would have to take away the whole campaign the way they're talking the whole campaign is centered around this kind of thing yeah i i if if it if that is true then you know I, i'll be happy i'm <laughs> you sound so sadistic um yeah let's put it that way no, I'm, I'm kidding. i i i, I will play every level like, it, like realistically like it, it, se it seems like it'll be really interesting if that is the case though like yeah um i'm excited you know there's there's definitely gonna be controversy controversy um if it's as like if it's as serious as they're saying it is like it, this could be just completely overblown like let's be real oh yeah no it definitely can be and it's just a report i don't think it was ever confirmed however the trailer does suggest some interesting stuff so i mean who knows what to expect i mean i'm just glad they're bringing a campaign back and it sounds like they actually took some time into this campaign for once it's not just oh yeah here's this mission where you're this up-and-coming cadet and you're sent on this mission to kill this, like, terrorist. So, quick question, and this, sorry, I'm watching a clip of No Russian, like, like just to kind of get, like, get a background of, like, what exactly to expect. So, how many times have you played No Russian, um, Bobby? Uh, I could probably count on one hand. Um, so, another question. What happens if you're, like, if you're playing that mission and you just don't shoot the whole time? Uh, somebody did this, didn't they? I have no idea. 
I will, uh, no, you, sure you, no you have to start it off. Okay, Remember? so like, what if you just like shoot in the sky or whatever? Uh, you, I don't know. I, that's a good question. I feel like somebody's tried it before. I, cause don't you start it off? I think you start it off, right? Because he's like, remember, no Russia. And then I think you have to fire the first bullet, or am I wrong? I have oh, no I'm idea. Sure. I'm pretty sure, right? But didn't I thought we like talked about this or something like we? that? Somebody did do this, like and they were like, yeah, you don't have to actually shoot anybody. I, we definitely talked about this, and I can't remember. But, I, but I'm remembering, and this is years ago, and I, but I do remember like the first part of the mission very vividly. Like, there are points where, like, you're kind of by yourself, and there's all these people running. Are you not supposed to shoot them? Like, I don't think you'll fail, but... Right. I don't know. Well, it's like, it's like, it's like in previous missions, um, you're like, oh, if you shoot the civilians, like, it'll, it'll end. So, like, by I don't way, know, maybe someone's just like, oh, I can't shoot these guys. By the way, I just thought of something. Like, how shitty must you feel? You're an undercover CIA agent who has to murder civilians to keep your cover, and then you end up getting... Uh, you get, get blown shot in the anyway. Face. Like, <laughs> how shitty must you feel? You just killed a hundred, you know, thousands of civilians for no reason. Well, point. I mean, he's dead. He's probably not going to care too much. But no, I mean, anyway. he, I mean, you were—he was alive for a couple more minutes. I, he, I'm sure that's what he was thinking about. Oh well, uh, yeah, true. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, at the end of that, at the end of that mission, like Mac was basically like, you know, when the when the Russians like see this body or something like that, they'll be crying for war or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. Some political thing. Like you literally you literally jump on the back of the bus and as soon as your feet hit it, you have a gun to your face and you just get blown away. It's insane. Yep. Um so it looks like we are all looking forward to the next Call of Duty. Uh, I yeah. definitely am. Uh, yeah, we're really gonna have to decide what we're getting on. I, I I'm this is probably gonna be the last Call of Duty before next gen, most likely, if if what the yeah. reports are at. So it, it this should be interesting. Be, yeah. Um, going for it because Ghost crazy. was the one was the transition game. Um, yeah, it was some transition game that was. Yeah. I fucking hate shout that out to game. shout out to our well, buddy. It was Ethan. still on 360 then. Wasn't shout out to our buddy it? Ethan yeah, who fucking loved that game for some reason. I I don't get you, but I love you dearly. Like mm. I, I really just don't get it. Campaign was okay yeah. in that game, but I, I hated the mechanics of that game. I actually really liked the campaign in that game. Yeah, I liked it. Like I said, I liked it too. I just really liked Riley, the the dog. But um, yeah, he was fun to to. Uh, he was fun in the campaign, but you know, I, I played it still because at the time I was in the COD community. Editing that game was ugly. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, editing the game was really ugly, and then uh, just. I don't know. Just didn't really enjoy that game. I don't understand how. Um, uh, what, what's what's that the villain in, in in Ghost? I forget his I, name. I, do. I I besides Riley, I forget everybody else's name. Yeah, I have no idea. I I can't I can't think of it. But um, but yeah, it, I mean, it it was an okay game. Not my favorite. It's yeah. not it's not my bottom tier. My like, bottom tier would be Advanced Warfare. But. Yeah, that's everybody's bottom tier because yeah, Advanced Warfare is is so. Whether you actually like the game's content or not, I think what everybody has a problem with Advanced Warfare for is that it toppled the dominoes to go the other direction in regards to how the rest of the games are going to be because look what games you got after the fact. You know, Infinite Warfare, which who played that game? Like, um, I will say, like, I didn't play that game, but I would have liked to simply for the fact that, like, the movements were exactly the same as Black Ops 3. Yeah. And you enjoy Black Ops um, 3. And I, I really love Black, Black Ops 3. Like, Black Ops 3 is probably, like, one of my top tier games. Wow. That, uh, yeah, despite, I, I, despite the advanced movement. I'm, I'm calling that a hot take. I'm sorry. 
Did I even go? Oh, uh, I'm muted. Least... Shit. I'm muted. Uh, anyway. You're muted? What? There we go. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, I muted the sound pad. At least it wasn't piping. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, Infinite Warfare, I think I played twice. But I, I, I like... opened up the, the campaign because I think I had no internet. So I was just like, all right, let, let me see. Yeah. Got bored <laughs> in 10 minutes. So. But everybody got that game just so they can get COD 4 remastered. Yep, that and they knew it too. Like they knew yeah. they knew exactly what they were doing. Oh yeah, yeah, you, because they can say, "Oh yeah, everybody bought Infinite Warfare." Yeah, how many people actually played Infinite mm. Warfare? Everyone to play my, uh, MWR. So, uh, yeah. Which I definitely played a bunch of, so. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh wrap it up there. Uh like I said, we're all looking forward to that and we'll probably be one of our games uh when it comes out that we'll be playing on a regular basis um but before i wrap up the show i do want to just go to bobby to give some updates on the show so take it away yeah so we got a lot we got a lot of stuff this is our first live broadcast and i think it went when uh went pretty well right guys yeah yeah nothing uh fucked up so, yeah you know. so i, I just want to give a few <laughs> i just wanted to give a few technical updates um since i was kind of handling that um so Main one, obviously, we're, we're switching to live. Um, that's going to be our, our, I think, idea going forward because, one, it's going to be easier and actually require less time um, for editing and everything else. So the idea is for everything to do it live. I'm still going to work some things out with it. Um, this is our first one. I think it went okay. could definitely uh, do some work on the technical side of things. But um, otherwise, uh, it went really well. And obviously, we're changing the format of our podcast, getting rid of the quick picks. Uh, Zach's... Uh, segments will return as well uh whenever he decides to show up um so he'll be back with that obviously in case you missed his staying and stuff like that but um we, we've been talking about changing the podcast for, for a little bit now because i think we've kind of outgrown it um we want to have more fruitful discussion and the idea with going live is that uh once viewership starts to increase and everything like that we'd love to hear from anybody who's watching in the chat and everything else and we'll be working on um uh, donation stuff we'll have that all set up probably by the next week uh, so people can donate and have some of their burning questions answered or give their hot takes if they want to i'll have the hot take button ready for you um so the current idea really is to uh live stream and then have it up on youtube probably the following day and as well on youtube i've also spent all of yesterday uploading all of our episodes to spotify apple google really wherever you listen to your podcast it is now there um, it should be all there by now, all 25 episodes and it'll be 26 tomorrow. Um, so you can listen to that and then that will go up the following, following the live broadcast alongside the YouTube upload and that'll be part of the workflow. And I think that's what we're going to do going forward. Um, we are talking about some expansion shows. We've been saying that since like episode five, but we are talking about it and we're going to figure it out. And the only update we can really give about that at the moment is that it will be out when it is out. That is really where we're at at the moment. But, uh, I think we like this format a lot better, a lot more free form, a lot of more fruitful discussion. So I'm looking forward to this moving forward and hopefully, uh, anybody who's watching or even listening, you will, uh, uh, you will enjoy it as well. Yeah, I think from my standpoint, it was a lot better. So we'll see if this sticks. But for now, um, that is all. If you want to reach us, we are on Twitter at Come Play Network. Uh, you can tweet us there. And uh, that were, that's where all of our updates are. And we will be tweeting out that we're going live or whatever. So um, Brandy is on that. Um, but for us, we will see you next time on episode 27 of the Come Play Podcast. Peace. Peace.